BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day. We are, because it's another day of Jackson Claude Original Recipe 2022 version of us back in the studio. Jackson Claude wearing new merch. 2023. No. It's 2022 in 2023. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Like I said it yesterday, and you kind of like didn't get it then, and I don't think I you're just, getting it now. We're so involved that, like, honestly, to go backwards. I'm not 2022, Jax. I'm not 2021. Jax. You're certainly I'm just not saying 2022 Claude. Visually, like we are in terms of the setup, giving old energy. We are, except vintage. That we are, in a sense. I understand what you're saying. The vibe is similar. But there, we're so new and fresh, especially today, in our new fresh merch, which is our first merch drop with our new logo. Yes, it has also just been a while since we've done a merch drop. We wanted to really make this one cute. We know you guys love our crewnecks. And for summer, I'm obsessed with these. First of all, color-wise, they're so summery. So summery. They're so light. They're not so like really light. heavy. Yeah. Or I'm not sweating. I, I love... We're coming out with two different... Um, Crewnecks. I'm wearing the pink one. Obviously, Jackie's wearing the teal one. The one Jackie's wearing has our new logo on the left breast, as you can see if you're watching on YouTube. And then when you flip it around, we got our brand new logo. But you just hold it in place. Yeah, great. Logo. It's so cute. Again, really thin, good material. Perfect for like, you know, a cool, a cool spring evening. It's not like a long sleeve. Like, no, it's not guys, a long sleeve. These are the same crewnecks as... The other pink and teal ones we did. The sorority. The sorority, Yeah. Yeah, and of course we're going to come out with a few uh, matching accessories like phone cases and mugs and stuff. But the merch launch, the official rebrand lurch, lurch launch, merch launch, is tomorrow, Wednesday, the Thursday, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday the nineteenth. More up to speed on these things than I am. Wednesday the nineteenth at ten a.m. Eastern time. Our website is Toast Merch. All the information will be on our Instagram, so we will never let you forget. But I'm excited. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm excited too. These are such fun sweatshirts. It's been a while since I've had like fresh merch. I feel like mm, so much of my merch, I've worn it to the to ground the and I wash it so much that like the pink is no longer pink. Okay, I you misspoke. Know, Jackie was right. You were right. I was right? Yeah, no, I was I was like, I'm for sure right. But let me just double check. Launching 420, Theo's birthday, Day of the Gone. It's Theo's birthday merch launch. It's Theo's birthday merch launch. I'm so sorry. It's 420. That's so easy to remember. So we won't be... Counting how many candles for his cake. No. But we will be dropping merch. Exactly. That's what Theo would want. 100%. Because he supports business. He, he's a businessman, Bo. 420, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, um, toastmerch.com. I'm so excited. I'm so excited as well. I'm really excited about the new logo. The, I love this like teal one. It's just so... So simple yeah. and polished. Do you show everyone yours? Because yours oh, is not. No. So we have two different designs. The ones Jackie's wearing is, you know, very much logo. Classic. Classic. The classic. classic. And this one's more of like um, 
like a like a self-expression if that makes sense it's more expressive so here we have Turdy Lou wearing the new The Toast pink slash coral crew neck. She looks gorgeous in it. She's wearing a size large. I too am wearing a size large and I like the size large. It's actually a really nice large. It's a large that feels like a real large. I agree. It's like a, it, it's roomy. Yeah. I love, I, I can't wear like, what, 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 people who wear like crew necks fitted in their regular size like are truly insane yeah well no if you that's what you like just get whatever crew neck you want oh yeah I forgot we're talking yeah. about a business here and people <laughs> who do that are so cool like you should all just like buy whatever you want no it's a cute like it is cute when other people do it's just not cute on me no me neither no you know no yeah. no need to yuck others yums but that's literally what I do for a living it's true um so I'm so excited about that I'm just excited to be sitting here with you me another great show another hopefully Great job. We do have good stories. Oh, good. Okay. No TV recap today because there was nothing on last night. Correct? Correct. I've just been reading my book, which is getting pretty good. I like it. Good. And we're just feeling, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like a little agitated. Why? Could not sleep. My sleep wasn't glorious. Actually, my sleep was pretty crappy. It was probably worse than yours, but I've stopped. But mine was so short. I stopped noticing. Mine was short too. What time did you go to bed? I went to bed around 11, but like sleeping in fits and starts and then Harry woke us up at 530. Why? I don't know. And he then he went back to sleep, but like I didn't. Uh-huh. And then I did go back to sleep from like 7.30 to 8.15. Oh, that like doesn't count. Yeah, it's something. I honestly had forgotten about it until you started complaining. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, I was up it's, from 11.30 to 2.30. Like, and it, I was thinking, I was trying to pinpoint why I couldn't sleep. Like, it didn't make sense, you know? I didn't have like anything really particularly on my mind. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't drink any soda. I I can't drink soda after like three o'clock now. I'm like a grandma. And, or like even a Snapple. Like caffeine really hits me. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Were you hungry? Not really. What did you have for dinner? I had some steak that I reheated. I was talking about my steak yesterday. And then I got a little hungry a few hours later. And Ben had actually left some Froyo in the. How generous. Yeah, like it was a, it was a totally like good meal. Hmm. And then I actually think even after that, I had an ice pop. I was really hungry. But so you were hungry because hunger can keep you up. But like I, like, I know when I'm hungry. I wasn't hungry. Like I, I ate a shit ton, you know. And then I was trying to pinpoint, like maybe I took something in the day that was I couldn't figure it out. But I have been experiencing like I don't even want to talk about it because like it makes me so upset. But like I have been experiencing like like hair loss. You could talk about it. Open up. I really don't want to because like it makes me really upset. And like I actually could cry because the one thing I've had in this life is my hair. Mm hmm. I have been ugly. I have been beautiful. Like, my hair has always been with me. Like, I have been canceled. I have been not. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my hair is always with me. I feel so connected to my hair. Except like, for that one year in eighth grade when you cut it short. Yes. <laughs> that was a very dark time. Thank you for bringing that up. That was, like, actually probably one of the ugliest I've ever been. <laughs> Except you were so cute. No, no. Okay. Okay. I totally forgot about that. Oh, my God. That was really bad. Why'd you guys let me do that? I, you know, you got to try new things. And the good thing you didn't do it later in life. So true. When, like, it actually mattered. Right. So, I've just been experiencing, like, really bad I don't even know what to call it if it's like thinning or shedding basically um like I've noticed over the last like two months every time I brush my hair or do my hair it's like crazy and Ben has had to like snake or drain like on a weekly basis because my hair is just like it's like kind of falling out and people haven't noticed and it's because I have so much hair and I'm so grateful for that but like now I just have like honestly a normal amount of hair um and it's just been like giving me terrible anxiety and so 
you had the great idea like a few days ago for me to start taking prenatal vitamins. I'm not pregnant. Because you were waiting for all the things that you ordered, ordered to come and you were hanging out with me and my prenatals were right there and I was like, they are great for hair, skin, and nail growth. Look yeah. at these nails. Yeah. Um, so I was like, just take it while you wait for your other things. So that's what I've been doing. I've been taking biotin. Um, of course, heard like, and I've gotten so many good recommendations from people. Honestly, so many people recommended Nutrafol, which is how I first found out about it. But um, then last night, I was like, oh my God, did I take my prenatal vitamins? vitamins too late does prenatal vitamins have caffeine like I could not figure out why I was being fucking kept awake no I take mine at like 11 o'clock I was like oh my god how did I not think of course there's caffeine pregnant women need caffeine no we like we can have a little bit but we would prefer to get it from a coffee I thought it was like your daily dose of pregnant caffeine no 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 no, no it's like your daily dose of like folic acid so important to have folic acid yeah for the follicles Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know if that's related, but it it sounds good. So it's just something I'm dealing with. And I've like always just heard of other people. I know through you obviously, but that was like pregnancy related. So it's like much more common. Yeah. Um, Olivia, before she was a mom had experienced bad hair loss and like, it was so traumatizing for her. And like, it was just something I never had to deal with. And I kind of like, like felt like I was better above it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was better than everyone. Like that wasn't gonna be a problem for me. And obviously I know it's because of like, I've had a recent, you know, drastic change in diet. Like I know the reasoning that's, yeah. it just fucking sucks. Like it does, but like it should give you solace that the reason is actually a really great reason. Like you've lost a lot of weight. So, the, you know, everything is like but a give and take a little bit. But it doesn't bit. make sense. Like I'm so much healthier now. Like shouldn't yeah. my hair reflect that? Yeah. Like I'm eating more nutrient dense food. Like I'm having salads multiple times a week before when my hair was so thick. I had a salad since like 1997. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense. That's just something I'm dealing with. And like, honestly, I don't even want to talk about it because like every time I do, I start crying. It's just like my hair is so important to me. Well, no one could tell. I certainly couldn't tell from your actual head of hair. And I'm just curious, like, okay, so my hair is falling out. But like, why isn't the leg hair falling out? You know, why does it happen? Why isn't my bush falling out? You know, it's so annoying. That's why the human body like makes no sense. Oh, I'm having hair loss. Okay. At least I could benefit a little bit from it. Okay. Here's the thing though. If your leg hair and your bush were falling out also, then that would have to mean your eyebrows and your eyelashes were falling out. Ooh, straight backs, straight backs. So I think we should leave things as they are. Yeah. No, my leg, just checking. My leg hair has definitely not, it hasn't, it hasn't. Okay. That's true. That's true. Perspective. Key. Key. Well, thank you for opening up, Turdy. You're welcome. We've all, I'm glad that everyone who has experienced hair loss before you can give you all their tips and tricks and that you caught it really before anyone besides you and me noticed. Yeah, like I noticed it, but like I can't, in the beginning, it really didn't bother me. Like I was thinking, I'm like, you know, I have so much hair, all right, if I lose a tenth of it, maybe it'll help me like do my hair quicker. <laughs> but then it got to a point where like when I put my hair up in a ponytail, you can like see a lot of my scalp and that like freaks me out because that just makes you look like so scary. It's okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with. And maybe that was keeping you up. No, it wasn't actually. I actually didn't even think about my hair loss last night. I was like so wanting to kill someone. Also when That ben- could keep you up, the anger. Yes, yeah, so true. It's a vicious cycle. Um, also, Ben wasn't home. And when Ben's not home, like I can't sleep. Yeah. The house was making sounds. And I just read this like thriller. Which one? Serafina? No. Well, I did just read On a Quiet Street by Serafina. Um, but it was tough because I read a book. And I didn't like it. We were talking about this. I, I FaceTimed you because I needed okay, advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? And this is a definitely like a niche problem. I don't think this is like a relatable thing. <laughs> no, no, it's extremely niche. What do you do when you dislike a book and you want to like, you know, warn others that like you didn't like it or not recommend and you're, it? And you're like known for your book recs. Uh-huh. And also like, you know, there are some books you don't like. So you have to share your truth. So, and so what do you do when you want to share that truth? 
but you are told that the author, um, someone responded to the story right when you posted it saying the author follows you and I'm pretty sure she's a Patreon member. I don't know how they would know that, but then she did follow me. So then I was like, oh, maybe she has a Patreon member and I deleted it because, and I just want to say it's not reflective of this author. I read this book because I loved another book that she wrote. This one was just like silly. Like it wasn't for me. Um, and I just deleted it immediately. And like, I don't run into this problem a lot because if a author follows me, I think it's because I like their books and then they see that I like them. Yeah. So like Ellen Hildebrandt follows me. It's always me. just, it's always good. Congratulatory and yeah. everyone just patting each other I've on never the back. disliked an Ellen Hildebrand book. I've liked more others more than, than some, but what do you do? Is this a problem you run into as a read head? Yes. It, not so much that I know for a fact that someone saw something that I didn't like and, you know, it was their book, but I always have it in mind. And I feel like there are some authors who who are just like girly swirlies and then there are some who, who would literally never know you. Yeah. If... You can tell when they're definitely not listening to the toes. Right. So when it's like a book like that, I'll, I'll give my, my, speak my truth on it. But that is why, even though I'm pretty, you know, in the book scene and a book fluencer, I'm not trying to like establish authorial relationships. Yeah. Because I just want to be able to read books and share my opinion. And that's why you don't have like, you've had authors who like publicists reach out that's to come on. That's the whole reason why, mm -hmm. but like it's. It's part of it, but I do actually... In I order would, to maintain like your integrity almost. I would like to have more authors on the Redheads. This is something we talked about probably on a Patreon, like to do two episodes a month where it's like one is the book of the month and, and the other is, is like an interview with either an author or like a fellow book influencer, a oh, big yeah. reader. There's so many different like facets. Um, I just don't have the time right now, but that like if I ever find myself with like more time on my hands and I want to expand and do more, like that's what I would do. Another episode of Redheads where like I talk to authors that I like and um, just chit chat about books. It's so funny how we both have like contingency plans. Like if we ever, if no, I, this, that's not, that's not a contingency no, plan. No, no, what I mean, contingency plan, like for our um, extra time. Oh, what's yours? Start a podcast with Ben. Like I've been saying oh that my God, forever. Could, but the problem isn't time, it's content. No, 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 because it really it is be, time, especially be for Ben. Once a week. That's fine. I, like I actually, at this current juncture, not being on tour, I could, I could get it done. But what would you talk about? We'd figure it out. No, that's not a recipe for a podcast. No, no, we would figure it out. Like the first, we would figure it out. Like I don't, I, I also don't like when podcasts are so, um, structured to the point where it's like yes every podcast needs like a niche but I think some people like pigeonhole themselves into that niche so deeply yes but you need a niche otherwise like, yeah you, you but I think our niche is just like coupley like fighting like you know what I mean no, no no I know that that would be like a part of the show but you need a structure otherwise a structure yeah of course other and you need like a concept I don't think so honestly not, not for Ben and I you're the different no no I think certain certain podcasts even and we certain need a people even we need a concept yeah, and we're, we're pop culture no we're fast five yeah that's structure like that's a segment it's a concept like ben and i would have segments for sure it okay. wouldn't just be like an hour-long ramble like similar to good guys what category like, would it be they in? ramp comedy we'd be competing with ourselves it wouldn't be like relationships is that no because i don't think we would be giving relationship advice like honestly i don't think anybody like needs that and you know what? You know, what? I'm so glad you brought that up. I don't think you can start another comedy podcast with someone else. Like that would hurt me. Oh wow! I think that would hurt. All right, I put it in lifestyle. Okay, okay and put society it in arts and culture. With the redheads. Yeah, I'll put it in the arts. <laughs> um, you just reminded me of something. I've been noticing something lately that I just find interesting, and I have thoughts on, but I would love to get your thoughts on. Is 
there seems to be like a, and I think it's similar to the conversation we were just having where people, not even in just podcasting, but in content creation in general, really want to create like niches for themselves. So they make themselves like an expert in something. Okay. And I've noticed like a lot of people gravitate towards becoming a dating expert and they do like Q and A's and they like, but you know, that, that person, what makes them, sometimes they're even single, which not like, there's nothing wrong with being single, but how the fuck does that make you a dating expert? And these people have just kind of like branded themselves. There's like a few people who come to mind, branded themselves as like the experts on dating and like everything they do is like advice segments and Q and A's. And it's like, well, why you? Yeah. Like what makes you qualified? No, what, who's more of an expert on dating? Like these are two extremes. Like, uh, extremely single person who has had a boyfriend in let's say 10 years but is going on a lot of dates right. or <laughs> oh God, someone who got married off of her first date i don't know someone who's only been on a date with one person is she so successful that I she's think, a dating expert i think i'm a relationship expert yeah no I'm, and those are extremes and obviously you know it's somewhere in the middle but i do think if you're perpetually single maybe you're not the dating expert or you are because you go on so many dates, but it's but clearly it's like not, working. not working. Like, yeah, no, I don't know. I just find it so interesting. Like so many people have just kind of like created this like, like brand and like market for themselves as like dating. And it's like, well, what the fuck makes you qualified? No. And I'm trying to think who I would take dating advice from. Not that I need it right now, but like who right now? You would, right now. Something you want to tell us? I just would have been like in the past. Right. Like, of course. You know, we at, at, at that time, it was like Patty Stinker. Yeah. I think you would lean towards like an older woman because you have like yeah. much more traditional. Like you're very much like chivalry. I'm not paying for dinner. Yeah. Like, honestly, I wouldn't take dating advice from someone in their 20s. Hot take. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't even take dating advice from me. No, I would take dating advice from like someone with kids. No, just someone who's a lit, like who. Like, so, sorry, who I didn't just, mean someone with kids. I meant like someone old. Someone older, someone who's lived, who like yeah. has wisdom. I just I found think, it interesting. I think there are like a, a eternal dating truths. Yeah. And people keep trying to reinvent it. But like, I think that there are eternal truths. It's so true. Timeless. Timeless. You're right. That is interesting. Yeah, no. And I think it's smart. I think like for business reasons, like they end up working with like a lot of brands who are like dating apps. And it just, it's, it's good to have like a thing when you're a content creator who's just sharing their life because you're competing with everyone. But if you have like a little small niche, like I totally get it, but I just find it interesting because people do submit questions and seek out advice from this person. It's like, well, why? Well, yeah. What makes them qualified? Yeah. Like I think people seek out our advice or not advice, our thoughts on pop culture takes. And I feel qualified to give that. Like I have been a fan of pop culture since I was born. I know everything that goes on on this planet. Oh, not even that. But just I think more of the advice that we give is like relationship advice to an extent and not so much advice, but just like sharing our experience and then saying and do with that what you will. Yeah. But I feel like that's but where we, don't we like, sit right now. With your toasters, like we get... It, but we don't bill ourselves as like relationship experts. No, and we get submissions for like all different types of things, like hygiene, friendship. Yeah, but like we're just giving our thoughts. People, I think, come to us because they might be in a similar stage of life, like newlyweds or married a few years, starting to have kids, and like you just kind of. And if your friends aren't in that place, like you just want it's like chit chat with your girlies. I don't go to my Maybe friends. That's for, it for like advice necessarily. But kind of like commiseration. Yeah, of course. Maybe that's what it is. Like maybe people are gravitating towards content creators who are in like a similar life stage as them. Yeah, that's a different thing. But I, then I wouldn't say Seeking you're an advice. expert. It's right. just like, it feels like a friend. But I do feel like that's what influencers are to a lot of their fans sometimes in a really nice way where it's like, we're all going through this. I'm going to do it publicly so that 
we like you feel seen yeah. and we're doing it together. I guess a good example of somebody who's done that, but I think successfully is like Nick Vile. Like he wrote a book on like he's really like becoming like a millennial sort of Patty Stanger ish. Um, but, you know, he went like on a dating show multiple times. Like I actually feel like that gives you a resume of sorts. Yeah. Also. Also, he's 40. Like he's lived quite quite a bit. Yeah, and now that he's engaged, it, it's, it's all good. But also, he just gave good advice, yeah. you know? Like, very rational. So, if you give good advice, then you can you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find it interesting. But that is a good example. But I, I would... He does give good advice. He has, like, a whole second podcast, like, with right. advice. Yeah, like Ask Nick or whatever. Yeah. So, it's just, but like, one of the many things. I think it's also because, like, a lot of his audience are women. And so he's From the dating show. So, he's giving a male perspective that's, like... Yeah, that's his value. That's the hook. That's his value. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, so it's just like one of the, the few things that were on my mind last <laughs> night when I couldn't fall asleep. I understand. Well, what was on your mind? Um, a lot, you know, kept thinking like, should I pick up my book hmm. or now, am I like now dedicating two hours to not sleeping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Call, yeah. But then I, I fell asleep. I, I can't remember. I feel like I fell asleep with my Kindle in my bed, which like I never do. That is so cute. But I didn't even turn it on. It was just like, just in case. I'm always sitting with my Kindle in my lap, like for hours before I actually like press it. Oh yeah, unless I'm in a good book. But you know it's a bad book if like you don't press it. 100%. Uh, so did you read while you were up? No, I had I read the whole night. Like, and then I finished my book at around like 10.30 mm. and tried to go to bed at like 11.30 and it was just torture. I'm sorry. I hate not being able to fall asleep. Like there, there are few... It's like a living hell. It's like a purgatory. There's nothing else going on. At some point, like your phone kind of dies down. There's nothing online, like worth watching. Well, you shouldn't be on your phone. And I really wasn't. You didn't look at it once? No, I looked at it a few times. You shouldn't have. But like I was taking like 30 minute breaks in between. Like if 30 minutes, if you're not falling asleep. No, but you're you're like counteracting all of the relaxation you're doing. I know it's annoying, but it's literally like oh, and I did that two thing hatch. is like telling your brain, hey, bitch, I'm awake. I did two hatch restful. Like I did That's a, good. a guided meditation. And I took a lavender, trip through a lavender field. Did that help? No. Okay, well, it wasn't your night, Turdy. It wasn't my night. But today's a new day. Yeah, a no new need to focus on the past. Day has. Where'd you get that coffee? I made it. Where? Here, and with you the have Starbucks. All those, like things here? Well, I grabbed a cup of ice from the from bodega. Downstairs, yeah. Your people. Yeah. Your favorite. Why are you like, what's with the. I don't know, because I, I like. Because I like kind of went out of my way to get a coffee and then like you kind oh, you of. You didn't show, ask if I wanted one? No, you wouldn't like it. And you show up like with a coffee that looks really good. And I know you didn't go out of your way for it. No. So I was just wondering like where it came from. It's store bought ice with homemade coffee. In a cup from. The store bought ice. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. They gave me the cup. What is with the third degree? I just, I just like to know what you're up to. I, things have changed around here since I've been back. You know, since you left. Yeah, since I left. And that's what happens. You leave people and they're forced to change and grow. Good. It looks good. You have a nice cup of coffee. You're welcome. That's what happens. You're welcome. That's what happens. Forced you to grow. That's what happens. I don't see the problem. <laughs> that's what happens. Good things are happening. That's what happens. Great things. That. All right. What do you say? Yeah, let's get into it because we have some more debating to do in today's story. Oh, yes. I'm very excited. There's like one story. I'm sure everyone has seen it. Or if you haven't, you will. That's really 
like it's dividing the nation i was reading comments i i wanted i am inexperienced it's about motherhood so like it's later in the show it's the story about like uh jesse james decker's sister which is just like an added layer on the plane with the because it's not about jesse james it's about this mlb player's wife yeah it depends what publication you're reading people magazine jesse james decker's sister new york post mlb blue jays pitcher's wife um on the plane with her kids and what happened next and it's ensuing a lot of passionate responses from people and i think i'm excited to have this conversation me too uh so without further ado here are the fast five stories that you do need to know that is true before i say the stories i have something to say wow the tables have turned because i want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by dreamland baby it's also pronounced dreamland bebe Mm -hmm. but whichever you prefer i read that in the company bylines guidelines (laughs) so i want to introduce you to a product that over half a million parents including me use to help their baby sleep it's the dreamland baby weighted sleep sacks and swaddles so if you are a mama new or one-year-old two-year-olds like sleep sacks are everything Mm -hmm. and dreamland baby has the best sleep sack because they have weighted sleep sacks that have patented covercom technology which evenly distributes weight from the baby's shoulder to toes it naturally reduces stress allowing your little one to relax and sleep soundly so baby sleep is the eighth wonder of the world and there's so many products that try and solve this and really nothing is as powerful as a sleep sack, a weighted sleep sack, and then on top of that, the Dreamland Baby Sleep Sack because the interior of the sleep sack, especially if you have a newborn, it bundles the arms from the inside and then zips on the outside so they really can't wake themselves up with their arms. The weighted, it's like, you know how it feels to wear weighted blanket. Right, for it's adults. like calming, mm-hmm. helps with anxiety for us, but for baby, it just, it helps them. It feels almost like there's a person there. You know, sometimes babies fall asleep with your hand on them and you, if you move it, they'll Aww. wake up. And But that's like what weighted sleep sack is about. So I'm so excited to tell you about Dreamland Baby. If you are on the sleep train grind you need to know about it and the best news is that they're offering an exclusive discount to the toast listeners just head head to dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash toast and use code toast at checkout to get 20 percent off and put your sleepless nights to rest so yad welcome for that Today's episode is also brought to you by Bowl and Branch. Wake up feeling rested and refreshed with the softest, most luxurious sheets from Bowl and Branch. Dreamland for baby, Bowl, Bowl and, and Branch, Branch for, for adult. Bowl and Branch is the best, is the best, and the bedding experts. They're making the highest quality sheets with incredible craftsmanship. Each set is slow made for an unmatched softness with 100% traceable organic cotton that gets softer with every wash. So you know it's no secret, Jackson and I are Bowl and Branch girlies. Her entire home, my entire home, we both have the signature hemmed sheet collection. It goes from twin up to California king. It comes in a bunch of different colors. I like the crisp white. It looks very Hamptons, very Nancy Myers. Um, so why they're the best is because they use the highest quality 100% organic cotton threads on earth. Each set of sheets is slow made for superior softness. They're buttery soft. They're perfect for the bu- the cooler and the warmer weathers because they're super breathable. They're loved by millions of sleepers and they're even been, they've even been loved by four US presidents. They come in 10 different colors. They're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made without toxins. They're, uh, they fit the deepest mattress so you don't have to like, you know, keep every morning waking up and putting the fitted sheet back on. And the fitted sheet has a top and a bottom tag so when you're doing your sheets, you'll always put it on the right way and you don't have to ex- exert any extra energy. 
You can sleep better at night with Bowl & Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code TOAST at BowlAndBranch.com. That's BowlAndBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. Promo code TOAST. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We didn't even plan this, but the whole episode is really about sleep. <gasps> Why? Because of your whole... Yeah, no, I know. And well, then the two is there a story? sponsors. No. Oh, I'm just saying, like... I thought that was a segue. You would have thought, like, our whole intro segment was, like... A segue if about better we, sleep. If, if only, only we like knew and like acted like that like wasn't, you know. It wouldn't have been as good. It's organic, yeah. And now you know, like we prioritize sleep and these are two sleep products that we love. I thought we had a story like uh, no, about could, sleepiness. Maybe we can make something about sleep, but I actually am moving the stories around because I'm going to talk, we're going to talk about the plain story oh, first, okay, good. right? Um, nothing else is like that crazy. So Jesse James Decker reveals her pregnant sister cried as she was made to clean her kids' mess on a flight. So this whole story started a few days ago when Anthony Bass, who is an MLB player, posted a tweet. It's a picture of his two kids. They're five and two. He said, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? And then people started responding. Like mo- A lot of the comments are like, clean up after your kids. Right. Um, then Jesse also posted an mm. Instagram story saying, my sister Sydney Ray Bass just texted me from her flight on United. As you know, she is five months pregnant, high risk, and also traveling alone with her two small children. Blair accidentally spilled some popcorn in the aisle, and the flight attendant came up to Sydney with a trash bag and a wet wipe, telling her the captain wants Sydney to clean up every drop. Ooh. My poor sister is on her hands and knees, crying in the aisle, completely humiliated and exhausted with her children while everyone else watched. Way to go, United. And then she also said... Um, if popcorn is a hazard, why are they giving it on planes, y'all? This is just because apparently the flight attendant told Sydney that the popcorn in the aisle would be a hazard. Mm-hmm. Also, if it's anyone needs to know, the United, the flight gave the popcorn to the kids. Yeah, like they didn't bring their own popcorn. Um, so there's so many different layers here, and of course, I, I do defer to you, and that's why I sent the, the the story in our family chat because at first I was like, you know, yeah, like clean up after your kid, like yeah. Um, but then I thought about it more, um, and this is so like not the point, but I do not really understand why like a woman of means, like your husband plays in the MLB, like doesn't have a nanny. And not, not that I'm saying everyone should have a nanny, but it's like, you're so worried about your pregnant wife traveling with two kids. Well, why don't you pay someone to fly with her husband? That was just an ad- additional thought I had, not my core argument. No, and the only reason we're even hearing about this story is because he's in the MLB and he tweeted about it, but this could be any yeah. lay person. No, if but any- I think a lot of people were turned off by his tweet because it's like, all right, well, you play in the MLB. Like, you have extraordinary means. Like, why is your high-risk pregnant wife flying alone without you with two kids? Like, maybe you, someone should help her. Like, sh- I guess, but that didn't even occur to me. Like, I think it's nice she's flying with the two kids. She's, like, doing it all. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it. a lot of people have the question, like, who cleans up the plane? Yeah. And it was my understanding that a cleaning crew comes in between each flight. Yes. And cleans up the plane, you know, a little vacuum. I've seen them. They they do. And they do a great job. A little vacuum. Yeah. Bare minimum. Yeah, it's not, you know, five stars, but but they get the plane clean. Right. They rearrange they everything. They wipe some things down. Yeah, I think I would assume they wipe down all the surfaces, like the tray tables. They vacuum the floor because everyone, adults too. I don't think they wipe down every tray table, especially since they, they couldn't handle a couple pieces of popcorn. Okay, they ad- everybody leaves a mess, adults too. Right. So yes, there is a cleaning crew, although I did see, and I don't know if this is verified at all. I haven't seen that, what you're about to say anywhere. Okay, well I did see it, but it was just in a comment, so I don't know if it's true, that this was a... Um, 
United, like one of those really small flights, like United actually doesn't operate. It always says like operated by Sky West, you know, or Republic Airways. Um, and those really small regional flights actually don't have cleaning crews come on. The flight attendants clean the flight. Okay. I the, don't know if that's true. Here's a picture of the plane seats. It's a two, two yeah, on saw. one side. Looks like a regular plane. Two, no, two on one side is like that really small regional plane. It's usually three. Yeah, no, but like not really small. Not really small. Okay. Whatever. I think Whatever. it's irrelevant. It, like it is you pay irrelevant. hundreds of dollars for a seat on a plane. It is irrelevant. I, be- I thought this time you're paying for all of the services, including like entering on a clean plane and having a plane cleaned after you. The idea, it's not like she vomited in the right, middle of right. the aisle and it's, it's standing popcorn. on the plane. It's a couple pieces of popcorn. So this woman is traveling. She's pregnant. She has two kids. Even if she was just pregnant, to make her get down on her hands and knees like, what happened to decency? What Like, it used to be if someone's pregnant, and I haven't even seen so much, like, pregnancy disrespect, but, like, you give up their seat for them. Yeah. You don't then make them get on their hands and knees and start picking up pieces of popcorn. Either leave the popcorn there or help her. Right. And I don't know what the laws in the sky are. Like, and it's entirely possible. Like, yeah, it, it was her responsibility to clean up after her kids. But to me, like, if you're a half-decent fucking human being, uh, oh, and you're a flight attendant, like, you just help the pregnant lady who's traveling. Like, it, maybe maybe it's not in your job description. I don't know what the bylaws of United... Maybe it's not your responsibility to clean up after this kid. No, I don't but think it's the flight attendant's responsibility. No, so even if it's not, but you're like a, a, a decent person, you just fucking help. Right. Or like you're... Okay, un- so the popcorn's in the aisle, it's a hazard. Kick it to the side with your shoe. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's not, again, it's not like the kid had diarrhea. No, no, and it's like they're treating this plane like it's the Louvre. And it's just, it's a fucking plane and people are disgusting on planes. Yeah. And it's a kid yeah. who's two years old. You gave her popcorn and she drops them on the floor. What did you expect, first of all? Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, being dramatic and saying the captain says it's a hazard. Well, if it's such a big safety hazard, you know, a flight attendant's number one priority and responsibility is safety. They always say that in the little message before you take off. So if it's really such a big deal, then it actually it would land on you. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people are debating like, well, who's responsible? And it's like, well, maybe it's not who's responsible because I don't know who's responsible. It's but just like, like, who could help? Who has a heart? Yeah. Like, just fucking help this woman. No, it's like the same way when you get on a plane. If you're a pregnant woman traveling with two kids and you need help putting your bags up, like people come and they help yep. you. Yep. And sure, it's your responsibility to be able to handle your kids' bags. Right. Sure, but like, we're human beings. 100%. And like, sometimes you can just like, do something helpful and, right. and take for, the for load. For no reason other than... And take the load off of someone, especially like... When it's a pregnant mother. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Like we really lost sight. We did. I think the reason why people lost sight, and this is what I was trying to say before, is because like the tweet came from somebody like in a position of, of wealth and power. So like nobody's inclined to feel bad. Because like there were many things that like this person could have done to avoid a situation like this that other people can't do. So I think if this had just been like a regular person saying this story, not like a famous wealthy person yeah, I don't think they're like that famous no that. but they have means okay like you play in the MLB like you you're fine really yeah I don't know I've never like let's see his contract he signed a two-year five million dollar contract with the Marlins yeah like just and, okay just like hire some help for your wife um but so I think that's why people are that's having a, the current debate that they're that's having actually not the comments like I was, was reading the comments from Twitter and also like some news mm-hmm. publications posted on Instagram so I was reading on the comments and all the comments were like clean up after your kids it's not our problem to clean and like tell and it's like it takes a village to raise a child like Help. to get a, make a pregnant woman get on her hands and knees to pick up some pieces of popcorn again like it's popcorn yeah we'd be having a different conversation if the kid like crapped on the floor like that's <laughs> uh, sorry mom that's on you like yeah. 
that is like, that is disturbing to the entire yeah, plane and yeah. the whole environment and like yeah that's a problem but it's like they went out of their way to like torture this woman because the popcorn probably wasn't bothering anyone it didn't smell it's not a fucking hazard let's be real okay so they went out of their way to like humiliate this person yeah and, and it and i was thinking you know not that it's on anyone else, but like, why didn't anyone around, like, if I saw a pregnant woman on her hands and knees, like, I would get up and help her, like, as yeah. a passenger. Yeah. And nobody did. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't know what's going, people have their headphones yeah, on. Yeah, that's like, true, you're not paying attention. Please, people, like, watch people get murdered and they film it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna start getting up <laughs> help, to help yeah. clean up the popcorn. Yeah, yeah, that's true, those facts, yeah. So... I don't know. I think it's a little, you know, a little bit of a power trip. It is a little bit of a power to like stand over With and the- watch is like, let's just call this this woman's a fucking bitch. Like yeah. she's a bitch. Maybe she didn't have to help, but she should have. And I don't think you get into flight attending if you're not a people person. And this woman's clearly like a bitch. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure that the flight attendant was a woman. Oh, actually, that's like kind of a really good point. I feel like a woman like wouldn't do this. Yeah, might have more. They just kept saying, do they not use pronouns when? No, the flight attendant, the flight attendant, the flight attendant. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Does it change the story? No. No, but I would like to know. I'm just curious now. I don't know what makes it worse or better. If it's a man or a woman. I guess if it's a man, it makes it worse. Yeah. No, but then if yeah. it's like a woman, it, like from your, you're being betrayed by your own gender. No, but like men should help women. Yeah. 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 Like if a female flight attendant didn't help put the bag up, I wouldn't be as like, and Bitch. it was just like watching as opposed to a man. Yeah. Not helping. I'd be like, help. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 There's so many layers there's, to this. Yeah. No, there's a lot of like facts people want to know. They're like, where did the popcorn come from? How old was the kid? How far along is yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was she wearing? Right. No, it's. Could it's, you tell she was pregnant? You know, I was thinking that too. Um, I feel like you could. She's 22. She, 22. Weeks. And she's like a small girl. And um, like if you see her in, like Instagram, she's popping. Visibly pregnant. Got it. Yeah. She's popping. Hmm. It's a very interesting story. And, and, and I was reading a lot of people's takes because honestly, I was like, and I called Brian. I was like, you're like the expert. Because <laughs> I was so curious. I'm like, what is the protocol here? Because like, who's like, whose job description is it? Honestly, is it on, you know, the passenger's to tidy up before they leave? Like, I don't know. It's like, is it how, like, it's like a hotel. It's not on you to clean up. Like, you know, that's the service you're paying for. So Brian, like, hadn't heard really that much about it. And people have been asking him to make a video. And he's like, I need to do my, re-. like, I need to, he didn't want right, to speak. He needs to answer these questions. Yeah, yeah. So he needed to research before, but I really want him to speak on it. Cause he's like, he's an expert, but he's also a parent. I feel like he would have a really unique perspective, not even unique, a well-rounded perspective. Yeah. But like, whose job is it in that scenario? I don't know. I don't know. And I think, I don't know that it's anyone's responsibility. And even the person who's, if she's responsible to clean after her kids, like you can still help, even though it's not technically your right. responsibility. I definitely feel like in terms of flight attendant culture that I've kind of just been an observer of in the last couple of years, I know like the priority of being a, a flight attendant is you're there for the safety. There's also an element of service. Mm-hmm. And I do also, I feel like the service element has become smaller and smaller in the sense that like, 
I'm afraid to ask for a drink. Like when they come over with the card, they just like, they shove it in your face. Like they're doing you a favor. And you know, so, like, I didn't ask. No, like, you came like, over here to ask you, me. If you're like falling asleep and you, like, you don't want to miss it. You're like, wake me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my one chance. It's like when you think of how far we've come from like the flight attendants of Pan Am right. to the flight attendants of today, where it's like, you're really lucky to get a drink. And like, you get like a, you really you don't even get a smile. Like you just no. get like a, when you're paying hundreds of dollars that, for this seat. no no you're paying thousands like flight prices are so crazy a given the current economy and b just they've gone up yeah like you, you're lucky to get out of this country for under 500 like it's in i mean out of the country out of the state for under 500 like it's the prices have gone up in every element of service like every small luxury that you like it's just gone yeah it's gone yeah but I, I thought that the cleaning crews were still there, especially because of COVID. Because it's like a basic fundamental. No, and because of COVID. Like, yeah. oh, you're not cleaning your planes. Right, right, right. Don't tis, make me call tis, the CDC. Tis, tis, You had a mask mandate for over a year, but you don't clean your plane. It's a good point. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just perplexed. That, that's all I'll say. Yes. Yeah, sound off in the comments. Respectfully. Especially because, no, a lot of our listeners are... Our flight attendants. Flight attendants and mamas. Right, right, right. And so, what do you think? But it, I'm thinking about it, like, it, I'm sometimes at a restaurant with Harry, and he throws food on the floor. I was thinking of restaurants, too. I, he throws food on the floor, and, like, I'm going to get to pick it up, because, like, I, I feel bad. And someone will, like, come, and even sometimes it's, like, the waiter or waitress, and they'll with pick the it broom. up before I get to it. And it's so nice. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. And... Even if they didn't do that, like I would eventually, I'm not going to go after every, every crumb, crumb, but like, you know, maybe at the end I'll, I'll go and, and get That's everything. What I've seen Olivia do but that. But if someone like came over with a bag and a tissue and like stood there on my hands and knees and like told me to do it now in front of a restaurant full of people, like that would be humiliating. Yeah, it would be humiliating. It, it's wrong. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm very much like, yeah, like you're responsible for your kids for sure. But like, it's wrong. It's There's no reason to humiliate someone, especially someone who's just doing their best. Right. And I don't know. I just feel like we all just could help. Like this, like, this poor woman. We can still help people, you know? Right. Just because it's not your responsibility doesn't mean you can't help. Yeah. It's not your, like, like you said, it's not your job to help someone with their bags. But Even like, if helping just means scooting it to the side with your foot and saying, Captain, it's out of the aisle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd love to hear from the flight attendant. Yeah. Because again, it's important to note, like we are getting the family side. of Everyone's perspective is different. Right. So it's entirely possible. Like the flight attendant. buckets and buckets of popcorn? It was rising in the, right. aisle, in the aisle. And right. People couldn't walk through. So I, maybe, maybe the flight attendant has like a totally different perspective, perspective. inside of the story. Yeah. Like I, maybe they were fucking rude. You know what I mean? Like, right. You never know. Maybe they were terrible passengers. I'm not saying that they were. Like maybe she didn't help for a reason. You know? Well, she was asking for it. No, not that she was asking for it. But like <laughs> the kid, maybe, the two-year-old was asking for so, it. Like maybe these people had been rude and terrible and yelled. And by people, just, you really just mean the mom. The, the mom, because yeah. the kids are kids. And I'm not saying, by the way, she probably wasn't. I'm just saying, we only are getting one half of the story. Yeah. Because everyone's version of their truth is their truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would like to see the flight attendant come forward. I would absolutely love a sit down. She's welcome on the toast. <laughs> or he. Or he. Okay, well, that's the big debate of the day. Yeah, no, and please, I would like to hear, I'm not a mom, so again, like I, but I have traveled with a child, and it's fucking hell it's on, it's so hard, it's the worst. anybody can like help you not make your time harder, like yeah. that's what you should be doing. Yeah, it's, I have so much respect. Like, like just, moms need more respect and more just help. help and sympathy. Yeah. Not on their hands and knees, pregnant, even if she wasn't pregnant, and yeah. she was just a mom with two kids. It would be better. Help. It would be better. It would be better, but even yeah. if she was just pregnant and didn't have the two kids. About the pregnant thing makes it is probably the worst part of it. 
because to make someone physically who's when you're pregnant you're not at your physical uh no but okay, flexibility but, best flexibility but say you're pregnant and you're not traveling with kids and you make a mess and it's you're an adult it's your mess to clean up mm. i still think someone should help like you're pregnant you can't bend yeah like her getting on her knees as and a i'm not saying that's right but i'm just saying that's what the comments would say clean up after yourself pregnant wench. right no i don't know <laughs> so the whole thing just confounds it yeah 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 and makes it just bad just bad not a good look i wonder how united will handle. i don't know they're not like getting that much backlash because a lot of people are being like clean up are, are after agreeing your kids. yeah so that's that on that interesting are you ready for our next story another br- uh business that's being blasted by tom sandoval yes Tom Sandoval blasts the wellness resort Marival for outing his stay. So we reported yesterday that Raquel Raquel checked into a mental health facility. Claudia said she thought it was Marival, which is just like a spa retreat in Arizona. Right. And then some drama went down between Tom and Marival. So he claimed that Marival, Arizona fed into negativity and spectacle in his life by posting an Instagram photo with a caption that seemingly referenced his affair drama. They posted a picture of their bar and the caption is, you know that it's our time. These are the best days of our life. So it's like that's the theme song from right. Vanderpump Rules. And he, they posted that while he was staying at their facility. Right. He said, I'm beyond disappointed. In, and I guess it was rumored that he was staying there like they were, you know, Speculation. in the internet chatter. Yeah. I'm beyond disappointed in Marival uh, and their decision to pose their, to their Instagram account this week. Uh, this weekend. Are you okay? No, he's not okay. okay. He said pose to their Instagram. No, no he's he not didn't. the brightest. Sorry, okay. the transcriptionist did. I'm reading his words. I'm beyond disappointed in Marival at Marival and their decision to post their Instagram account this past weekend, alluding to me staying there this week. They claim to be a refuge for wellness and betterment, but that is obviously false. They'd rather feed into the negativity and spectacle that has engulfed my life. In a continuous effort to be healthy and work on myself, I planned a trip to go there completely alone to try and find some peace. Marival clearly isn't the place for that. Special shout out to the general manager who refuses to take any responsibility for the actions of his team, even though he considered the post quote in poor taste regardless of where you stand in all this we all deserve the chance to work to be better yeah, I, don't I don't disagree like, i don't know that you're working at Mirabal. yeah no no the thing is like this is just a bad look for Mirabal. like it's so I, petty it's, it's it's not only petty like it, he's a paying customer like you have are have a right to privacy no matter who you are and this is like actually really tacky and like i don't care because like i hate tom sandoval but like it's not it's not he's not wrong no, he's not wrong. I don't think it bodes well for like other celebrities who would, would want to go, go there. there and then it's like, oh, they'll blast it. And also, it's not like it was front page news that he was staying there. This was sort of like internet chatter. So it's like you're posting to your Instagram. Like it's not like the whole world is talking about Tom mm-hmm. Sandoval at Maribel. I had no idea he was there and I'm pretty clued in. Yeah. So like you're what? Like posting Instagram rumors to your account and you are like this high-end wellness. wellness brand and you're joining in on an internet pylon at a time when like nobody needed to hear from you. No, and it's like somebody went to your facility to seek refuge from an internet pylon and your brand then decides to join in on that pylon. Like it is, this is like really tacky actually. Yeah, I think it looks really bad for them and I think even people who are not who are not Team Sandoval and you know you could never confuse Turdy and I. As being with, anything as, other than team ariana yeah even before the affair like we wouldn't just never find ourselves like defending sandoval and i'm not but like 
if I'm a celebrity choosing between two wellness retreats, I'm certainly not going to Miraval knowing that like my privacy might be compromised. Yeah, it's really tacky. And again, not even a celebrity, like a lay person, anyone. It's like a wellness. So it's not, this isn't a mental health facility because if it was, there are like HIPAA and yes. there are these regulations in place so that things like this do, do, don't happen, which just further proves that Raquel is like actually not even close to being at any sort of like actual mental health facility. She's going to, you know, so they're both at Marival? That's what I was confused that about as well. That's a story. But he said he went alone. And right. he's back already, I think. And she just went. So maybe he like went, he said, oh, this was really good for mm-hmm. my mental health. And then she went. And then Highly her, recommend. And then her rep lied and said she was always going. Right. And called it a mental health facility, which we speculated yesterday. And now we know like that is extremely misleading. It's misleading, but not a lie. Like a mental health facility could be a lot of things. Could be your house. Yeah. No, when when I think of mental health facility, like I do think of like a sterile kind of... A mental institution? Yeah, like a psychological... I don't know what the, what the right word is for it these days. Like like what? Like a, like a psychiatric treatment facility. Like a hospital. Yeah. She didn't go to a hospital. That's what... Even if she didn't go to Marival, she didn't check herself into... That's what it sounds like when you say a mental health facility, honestly. Right, but when you break down the words mental health facility, it can be anything. Yeah, of course. So it's a, it's a, it's a manipulation of language. Yes. Which is what I guess what a good publicist would do. Right. But we're here to break it down. Yeah. So in regards to this Miraval thing, like I actually do agree with Sandoval, which is not something I thought I would ever say. Um, and like... It just, it's really like... It's, tacky it and it's just losery because it's like you dunked when like no there was no game being played like no one even Ooh. knew he was at Miraval Thanks. like no one was talking about you and now we're talking about you in a negative light considering what your brand is like if you're if this was I don't know secrets resort right. and Tom and Ari and Raquel were rumored to be there actually would it be like an amazing partnership continue right and they were like they posted a sexy bar you know that yeah is. i'd be like okay it's on brand yeah no it, but to like exploit where someone's like tr- really trying to use your facility for its like wellness elements like no and also like you Marival tries to position themselves as a wellness right, that's how they brand themselves as like this kind of like um retreaty it's not like a hotel or really or spa it's this if they went there on real housewives like you do sound baths and like trauma treatment like it's it's you know very guru woo woo yeah woo 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 yeah agreed so that's it's, an L for them it's a, it's, it's not a win for Sandoval no. by any means but um an L for them yeah our next story is a little more pump news because Ariana Maddox is single and having fun, including co- canoodling at Coachella after her split from Tom. The Vanderpump Rules star Ariana was spotted kissing a new man over the weekend at Coachella, a source tells People, all just for fun. A source said Ariana just got out of a long relationship and isn't jumping into anything serious. What you're seeing is a woman who is single and having fun. She was featured on an Instagram story spending time with a fitness instructor, Daniel Way. He also tagged Ariana in a selfie of the two of them waiting for Frank Ocean's headlining performance. Then TMZ shared a video of the pair kissing during the headliner show. Yeah, I saw that on TikTok. It was like so cute. He's very handsome. I'm sure this is not like the, you know, end all be all love of her life, but like you'd love to see her out here having some fun. And I also feel like, tell me if you feel this call, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously ending a nine year relationship is probably like one of the hardest things that you can do. Um, And takes a really long time to get over that person. But when the entire world, like every day is like, like hating on the guy who like broke your heart and like makes, like, doesn't it make it easier for you to get over him? Like, I feel like she's probably like 
really over Tom. I feel like also when the bridge is so burned to a crisp, there's no... Well, maybe he'll change. Like, it's so crystal clear what happened and that there's no going back. Like, you can only go forward. I don't think she needs to... You could spend time... I think probably the hardest thing for her is, like, the the habitual nature of their relationship like the house living together living together him being you know her best friend and co-workers and all of those things they were doing everything together so I think that part's harder but I think the romantic piece that's probably the easiest part to move on from right especially because she probably wakes up every day and like goes to her phone and there's just like memes and shit being written about her man that like make him look so bad and stupid and ugly like I don't thought I I, can't, I just have a hard time believing she she could be like longing for him you know no it's harder to imagine Raquel still being attracted to him than it is to imagine Ariana moving on you know what it's actually not hard for me to imagine Raquel being attracted to him because they literally have nobody else like they're on this island together that they created like if you're not gonna love him like who the fuck are you gonna talk to yeah nobody well, she else still has I would hope like her friend like her home friends real friends and family. you know they say we know the real Raquel yeah no for sure for sure but in terms of this group and people who really understand what's going on like there's literally one person she can talk to you know yeah and he's the worst oh my god yeah so glad I'm not Raquel so anyways that's really cute I don't think it's too soon I think she could do whatever the fuck no, she wants no I don't wants. think it's too soon are no, people I, saying I that some, yeah I think some people were saying that Ugh, people are the worst yeah it's literally it's literally not too soon. No, and it's def- certainly not too soon for like a dance floor makeout at a festival. Right. It's not like, you know, a romantic getaway. Right. Like, right. They're, like, and even if it was, I think that's I fine support. too. But like you can have in your, you know, breakup era, a dance floor makeout yeah. at a festival. It's really not a big deal. No. Look at Sean and Camilla. Right. Like it's just not that serious sometimes. And it's Coachella. Like, you know, it's Coachella. Like whatever. It's Coachella. Like the vibes right. are vibing. Right. That's so us. It's kind of like Vegas. Like it doesn't count. What happens? At Coachella. Ends up on TMZ. Right, right. But it's, How exciting for her. Like she's yeah. fa- so fucking famous now. Yeah. And she was kind of like for always just like a kind of beta cast member. She never really threw her hat in the ring that deeply. Yeah. She was always involved in stuff like because of Tom. And she kind of gets to come out on the other side of this, like the biggest star on the show. Everyone is obsessed with her and she's a full-blown celebrity. Honestly, they did her a favor, to be honest. Well, they definitely did her a favor. For a multitude of reasons. Our next story is a little more Coachella news, but I think Turdy has something to say. Is it a little bit more Coachella news that's brought to you by the Perfect Bar? The Perfect Coachella snack, honestly. Truly. Because it's a long day. And if you're looking for a protein bar that actually tastes good, well, look no further than Perfect Bar. Their lineup of fresh-from-the-fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you've been looking for. There's no chalky, artificial aftertaste. It's made with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. Perfect Bar has a variety of products like protein bars, little snack size bars, that are also good and good for you. You'll be sure to find something you love, like the chocolate chip cookie dough. So good. And again, keeping it in the fridge because it's like you know really great and fresh we love that but it gives it such a great texture like a nice little crunch with that chocolate Mm. so they keep it in the fridge because they're made with whole food ingredients they contain no artificial preservatives so grab one after a workout for a quick bite while you're shopping it's a snack that you can feel good about perfect bar contains up to 17 grams of protein per bar and it comes in 10 over 10 delicious flavors like that dark chocolate chip peanut butter, the coconut peanut butter, and cookie dough. Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite, so for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text, upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar. It'll go directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. 
it's pretty cool. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash T-O-A-S-T to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking and yet welcome for getting you free food because that's kind of... What we do. It's our reason de terre. Our reason de terre. Today's episode is also brought to you by Vegamore. We're always trying to do right by our bodies, so when it comes to our hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, you can get products that are made with clean ingredients and give us visibly healthier hair and scalp. So again, as I was talking about randomly at the beginning of the episode, just like this journey that I've been on that's been pretty treacherous, um, when it came time to actual products to put in my hair, I was being very Jackie O. I'm like, I'm not doing crazy chemicals, nothing toxic. And Vegamore came to mind immediately because they we- have their grow ser- like solution for shampoo and conditioner. That's what I'm currently using. I actually forgot to bring it with me and I got it on Instacart, Vegamore. Oh. Yeah. And so now I have like full bottles here with me so, so that I can have my clean shampoo and conditioner. With Vegamore, we are able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer hair without all the harsh ingredients. So their products are 100% cruelty free. They're never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. What's even better is that Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit, which is what Jackie was just talking about. Excuse me. <laughs> Sneeze on it, it's true. What she's That's where say. you get to try more than one amazing product at a great saving. So when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products that you need to take care of your hair. The key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. We use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily and our scalps are flourishing. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, the Toast listeners are getting 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash toast and using code toast at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash toast, code toast, to save 20% on your first order. That's V-A-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash toast, code toast. Thank you. Yet welcome for a... Oh. For uh, for uh, for uh, for all the colds and all the links that'll save, 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 in other words, his set was not good. People are so mad. Yeah. So news has been like trickling out about this. So first we have a, a recap of the set and what was seen and then some explanation from Variety. So Sunday night's Coachella headlining performance by the enigmatic R&B star Frank Ocean was unquestionably the most highly anticipated set of the festival. The singer has not performed live in nearly six years and he was set to headline the fest in 2020 before the pandemic. Oh. And then again last year before he postponed it to 2023. So there were rumors of new music coming out who he was going to potentially bring on stage old bandmates etc and what they got was not that it was very short none of this came to pass in fact his set during which he and his musicians were intentionally obscured by a cadre of people walking in a circle around them only seen on video projected on custom screens even more massive than those usually flanking Coachella's main stage Mm -hmm. it was messy loose and a near disaster that will likely go down as one of the most divisive in Coachella history with flashes of brilliance that only made for a frustrating final hour 
outcome, that of disappointment and palpable audience what the fuckness. Right. I saw a video when he ended the show. He was just basically like, uh, I'm being told we're at curfew, so show's over. Bye. He started the set a full 57 minutes after its oh. advertised start time, which eats into curfew time right. for the venue. So then that cuts off minutes on the tail end. The first five minutes were comprised of people silently walking in a circle, leading people to wonder if he was even going to appear at all. Mm. Then his voice came through and he sounded really good, but it was impossible to see him behind the wall of walking people. This scavenger hunt for the headliner would continue throughout the set. Damn. Even after the wall of people left, he and his band were too far back on the stage, too obscured by the screens. There was just a small opening for the actual stage and too poorly lit from the lack of stage lights for anyone but the most perfectly placed audience members, audience members to get more than just a cursory glance of the musicians. There were a lot of pauses, a lot of what are we doing next. I saw a bunch of clips. List. I saw literally his music playing like on an aux cord and him just standing there. Like I didn't even, he wasn't even singing. Yeah. So here's what they said happened. Okay. Here. Why was it such a mess? So he was supposed to apparently have an ice rink yes. on the stage. And they were rehearsing it like that for weeks and the days leading up to the festival. And then I think on Sunday, they had to change... They got rid of it. They got rid so of it. So that wall of people walking around him were meant to be ice, ice skaters. skaters. But they just turned into walls. Of they just transferred the choreography from ice to not ice. Yeah. It was supposed to be an elaborate stage production involving an ice rink and a battery of skaters. It was constructed, rehearsed for several days and ready to go, but abruptly called off on Sunday afternoon after the festival was already underway. It was not... Sh uh, why it was changed, there's two explanations. Citing sources, the Festival Owl, which I guess is like in Festival yeah, Insiders, saw. said Frank decided at the last minute that he no longer wanted wanted it all all the people walking around him at the start of the performance were actually ice skaters had been practicing for weeks and were supposed to be skating Coachella had to deconstruct the approved stage that had been planned and signed off on for months melt the entire ice rink and then set it up how Frank decided today with no warning which is what you ended up seeing and caused for the hour-long delay this all happened when doors had already opened on Sunday and people were securing their spots to see him if the last minute changes weren't made he wouldn't have performed at all which oh. would have left the festival without a closing headliner so like that, that would have been crazy in that situation Coachella had no choice but to let him go out like you this. know who, what, what would have happened, honestly? Like, I honestly feel like Justin Bieber, he was there because he's like the biggest Frank Ocean fan. I feel like they, he was probably the biggest celebrity who was there. They literally would have had to like Pluck do a backdoor deal. Like, get on stage. We will pay you whatever. Just do a show. I what would they have done? I don't know. what. The, I think they would have like... I don't know what they would have done. I think it just would have been a big epic fail. Yeah. And I mean, people might want to get like refunds. refunds. There might, maybe there would be like a case for like a class action lawsuit. For sure. But... I don't think Justin Bieber is the kind of singer who can just get on stage and start singing for two hours. The thing with the... But then another report from TMZ and Rolling Stone cite a source saying that production on his performance was adjusted at the last minute to account for an ankle injury yeah. the singer sustained during on-site rehearsals in the week leading up to the festival. So I have so many thoughts. The first thing is about the curfew is I read a report... Uh, Coachella, Golden Voice, the company that owns it, paid $200,000 to like the Palm Springs Council for their violations this weekend. Like it's just a part, it's a cost that they incur going past yeah. curfew. It's not the biggest deal. If he had went, you get charged, I think like every 10 minutes is like whatever. They would have paid it. Like I don't think it was that big of a deal. He wanted to leave. I want to say like this is so beyond unacceptable. And when you think about people who have headlined Coachella in years past and like how much they, Beyonce, like how much they gave Harry Styles last year, like it's... It's like it's definitely embarrassing for for Frank Ocean. It just makes him look so bad. Like when you compare, like literally, seriously, Beyonce. Like it was probably one of like the greatest performances of all time. Like for the same event, they probably got paid a similar amount. Like that's what you put together. And let's say this ankle thing is true. Like can you 
could you literally ever see like a small ankle injury getting in Beyonce's way? Like that's just what, it, and it sucks, but like that's what these performers do. Like they work through tough things. When you saw Lady Gaga's documentary, her chronic pain, Lady Gaga's Coachella performance, I think she was dealing with her chronic pain. Like that's just, I don't know, it's, I don't know. Like the show must go on. Yeah. Also, I understand not wanting to be on an ice rink with an ankle injury. Of course. But there are other ways to recalibrate the performance. One, and this doesn't explain why you're standing like backstage basically where no one can see you and right. you're hiding. Like be out in front, have a spotlight on you and have the ice skaters going off behind you. Also, yeah. Frank Ocean is known for his voice. He doesn't have to do all, all of the drama. Things. You know, like he can still put on a sick performance. It's not like he's, you know, one of these like pop stars who it's all about the theatrics right um and without those things you're kind of left with what right people are there to hear him sing so it's kind of like Adele in Vegas like just yeah. sing right you don't need the pyrotechnics and the dancers like and it's nice because it's Coachella and so yeah let them do it in the back I don't know I can imagine if I was like a really big Frank Ocean fan like I I Honestly, I don't think I know more than one Frank Ocean song. So, like, I, I'm just trying to get into the headspace. Like, if I no, if I was a fan of anyone, and they were Sunday night at Coachella, which is the biggest night, but also the worst night because it means then you have to come home Monday and you can't <laughs> come home Sunday, and like you wait the whole weekend for that one person. No, and there's so much money and time and energy and resources spent to get to Coachella. Yeah, no, but people like, camp so there. If, if your person is Sunday night and like you're making a trip to this festival because like that's your person, and it's this disappointing, like. Oh my God, I don't think I could continue being a fan of that person. Like, I would be so annoyed. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Coachella is that everyone forgets, but there's actually two weekends. There's another one this weekend. So I don't know what that means for, for Frank Ocean's performance. Do you think he'll it'll be redemptive or he won't perform at all? I don't know. I get the vibe like he doesn't care. Yeah. But if he does, like, it would be redemptive. It has to be. He can't right. do this again. Right. Um, the only other thing that I saw was like, again, Justin Bieber is like a really big Frank Ocean fan and he posted that it was like incredible. Like just kind of like defending. Maybe some of his fans feel that way. It's like, maybe if you saw Taylor and it wasn't like mm -hmm. lights, camera, action, but it was you're watching your girl and you love her and you liked it. Yeah. Maybe it would be enough for you. Maybe. Maybe. That's a really good point. Yeah. This was just like so shocking because I feel like the Coachella headliners, like it's... Coachella like so has it together like it's always it's never the music that's the problem right it's always like amazing yeah I think the stars of the weekend were Blackpink actually that's what I heard I heard that their performance was amazing I'm sure it was they're so amazing they're so cute that's something I would have liked to see yeah so win for Blackpink yeah are you ready for a fifth and final story? Mm -hmm. Like kind of some shocking news. Yellowstone is set to end after the rest of season five airs. Okay, but this isn't like an official announcement, no, right? No. It's like more sources, but it's like we're getting there. Multiple sources have confirmed to the Post that Yellowstone is set to end after the second half of season five. We just got on board. Right now, it's not known when the show will air again. In fact, it's not known when it will even film the show as we have talked about, had been hit by claims that Kevin Costner, who's the star of the show, won't return amid a dispute with creator Ty Taylor Sheridan. It's the same as with any showrunner and a big star. There's respect, but there's friction. So if true, I just want, want to say, like, I don't see a time in which I would ever forgive Kevin Costner, honestly. Yeah, but he, like when we first were talking about this, it was like there was going to be a show and Kevin Costner was going to leave at some point. Yeah. Would you rather them continue Yellowstone without John Dutton or end the show with him? I would like them to continue it. Not forever. Yeah. 
But isn't that just like the OC without Marissa? Spoiler alert. No, but isn't that also the point of Yellowstone? It's like a succession thing. Yeah. So like maybe honestly, like one season without him, like what happens after? Like how do, and then, you know, there's a resolution and then we know that that's how Yellowstone will go on for the next 50 years. But the whole point of the show is like the whole time it's been with like, which kid is it? Yeah, that's a good point. So I actually do think we can get one or two seasons without him, but what, yes, you're right. Like going on forever without like, that's terrible. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate that too. But like, it's like succession. Spoiler alert. You know, we are now in the final season and we are now seeing what happens in the succession. Yeah. You know? Are we even seeing? Hopefully we will. Do you see anything on Sunday? Yes. About who's succeeding? Yes. You have an answer? You can spoil it. I don't give a shit. Um, Kind of. You know, like... So yeah, because everything's uh yeah. Uh, so they found a piece of paper. Oh, in his um, <laughs> in his safe that said it's Kendall, amongst a bunch of other wishes. Like he wanted to leave Colin a watch, um, but and it was actually it was a very smart thing they did. His name was underlined, and it also kind of looks like his name was crossed out. Like they can't tell honestly by looking at it. Like Logan's not the type of guy to just cross something out. Like he would burn it to the ground. He wouldn't put it back in his safe. It looked like it was underlined. So. They needed, they had a board thing that day. This actually sounds good. So for the interim position, they all agreed to do Kendall and Roman. And like Shiv got like pushed out because it's like, well, to push all three of us, like you have actually like never really fucking worked for the company. Yeah. Like you have no experience. Like Roman and I both do, we're both currently like COOs or whatever. And it would just look like we're trying to be like family all in the company. Like you need to take a step back. And she was like shook because she's like totally getting pushed out. Oh, and there's like a big thing that happened. Can I tell you? You know what? I think I'll watch. It yeah. sounds good. So she got, she got, she got kicked out. Okay, good. Yeah. Like she is, they said you're like literally not qualified. No, not even when they None tried of them to really get, are. They tried to get Chip to work for the company like a, a season or two ago because Logan had decided to favor her and wanted to. Right. And it didn't go over well. Right. So, um. In order to make it and look best like, to like the shareholders, they're like, we can't all three. Like, that looks so thirsty. And and they were all saying like, they'll poke holes with Shiv. Like, she is not. And she like actively rails against the company. Right. She's not the right person for it. I mean, Kendall is obviously odd choice too because he was so publicly against his dad. But they, he has this piece of paper. Right. So because he has the paper, it's like his father's dying wish. And then Roman is honestly, Roman's been with the company Ride or die recently. Recently. But no, I think Kendall, up until the show started, he was always working for the yes. company like in his whole life. He was always supposed to be the next. Yeah. Like he so has they just the don't know if this piece of paper is like outdated because at one point it was definitely true. That's funny. Yeah, it was good. That's so succession. Like no answer. Yeah, An something answer with but none. nothing. Yeah, but that's better than what I thought it was going to be, which was just more dialogue. No, they actually had a board meeting. They but had a piece a, of paper. But it's an interim position. Yeah. But everybody knows like in order to get to the full-time position, like you got to get to the interim. Yeah. So like Shiv is quaking. Oh, I love that for her. Yeah. I kind of like hate her. Yeah, me too. Who do you hate more? Logan, Kendall or Shiv? Shiv. Yeah. Is that like a hot take? No, I just, I just hate I mean, at so one much. point in time, I definitely hated Kendall more. Yeah. I don't know. Kendall's like, it's kind of growing whatever. up. Yeah, like it's fine. Yeah. Roman is like still has my heart. <gasps> you know, I read something. When was the, when did you watch the first episode of Succession? Me? A year ago or two years. Did you know that in the first episode, and they never bring it up again, Roman has a wife and a son or a child, maybe a daughter? No. Yeah. And then it's just like a plot hole? It's either a plot hole or maybe it's like not. It's like, that's what the rich do, you know? Oh. Richie's gonna rich. Yeah. But like he has a full ass child. Like so does Kendall. Kendall is too, but like they've been in they, and they, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't of his, talk about them all the time. No, no, that's part of his story. Yeah. 
Roman has a child. And a wife? Yeah. But like not, he's not married. We don't know. That's weird. Is that crazy? Yeah. So either it's a plot hole or something they decided like immediately, never mind. That's a weird thing to do. I know. Especially just like write it into the script. Oh, I'm getting divorced. Right. Right. She has full custody. Right. Bye. Right. Well, I guess that's your secession recap. Oh, that's fucking bullshit, by the way. Like, seriously, we didn't even talk about if the show ends. Like, not fucking cool, Kevin Costner. I just got here. I know you just got here, but I would be okay if they end the show with integrity. Yeah, of course. It's better to have but loved like, and lost than to not, have never. You're not telling me that we don't, we don't even have a season left. We have half a season left. Well, right, because they stopped for mid-season finale, and they literally never finished season but five. But the thing is, like, the way that season five is going so far, it's giving final season vibes already. Like, it's so uh, nostalgic and just... It's not dramatic. It's kind of like just closing yeah, the threads. Mu- like it's, they're constantly at like the county fair listening to music and, and enjoying so life. In your eyes, because I think it's fairly obvious to me, like how does the succession of Yellowstone go? Like John is getting older. What happens next? Uh, I think that it has to be Beth, Rip, and Casey. Mm-hmm. They all can live there. They all do their share. They each like, kind of do a third of what John was doing as a one. And then it goes to Casey's son. But you don't think they're going to adopt that runaway kid? I think they could. And that runaway kid could be to Casey's son what Rip was to John. Just because he doesn't have done it in his blood. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. But, no, but like... I think that would be nice if if they should foster a friendship between Casey's Tate. son and the the, the, run, the runaway. Right? What do they keep calling him? Just kid. Yeah, I don't know. And then we could see how in fifty years it is John and Rip is yeah. his right hand. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know the runaway kid falls in love with like if if uh, Casey has a daughter, maybe right. Yeah, I like that. I love it. Done. Yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, welcome, Taylor. It's literally just copy and pasting. Yeah, but I think that would be so nice. Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but we've been saying that for a while. Apparently, they're not even filming. When are we going to get the second half of the season? I feel like they might be filming. That part, I feel like they don't know shit about fuck. Yeah, it's just like, what is Cole Hauser going to do next? Like he I was mean, literally born just for this role. There's spinoff talk, Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, Four Horse Farm. What? Six acres, six, 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 six. No, six acres, six. That farm in Dallas yeah, or yeah, Texas yeah. where Jimmy Wait, went. Jimmy went. Triple six. No, six shoe, six horse, four, uh, four star. Yellowstone. The sixes, I think. The sixes. Six. Just spin off Jimmy. Yellowstone Sixes. Everything we know about Yellowstone spinoff. Six, 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 six. What? Four sixes? Four sixes. Four sixes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, didn't feel right. No, it didn't feel good. Like, no, it didn't. Like when you get it. The four sixes. But yeah, maybe it's that. There's more in the And the, the Matthew McConaughey show. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. Like they're saying that he's could be the next John Dutton. But I think he no, should I have thought his it was a separate show. show. He shouldn't come in on Yellowstone. That will ruin the show. Yeah. And we have 1923, which I finished in 1883, which I truly couldn't get through. Did you like 1923? Um, I did. I don't know if I just liked it because that guy was so hot. And Michelle Randolph. Um, 
So I don't know if I was like blinded by like the sexy man and the beautiful woman. I don't think that you could be blinded in 1923. Like I feel like that would be a hard thing for you to like. Like yes, except it was like very my vibe. Like so much of it takes place in Africa and they're like these beautiful safaris and like I love that shit. And it was like in the in the early 1900s. So it was like very glamorous. You know, they're all going on safari. It's like roaring 20s. Yeah, I, I didn't. It was like kind of the vibe, you know? Oh, Okay. Yeah. I gotta watch. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Oh my God. The guy oh, is so hot. Like, it's literally the most important part of the show. Hotter than Rip? No, 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 no. Okay. no. But different, because this guy's like very traditionally, like he was meant to be Classic. an actor. Like, Cole Hauser was probably told like in many auditions, like, you're not traditionally handsome enough. You're not like ripped enough. You'll like, never be the leading man. Right. And that's and what makes said, him. I'm not ripped enough. I'll become ripped. Oh no, he said, I'm not ripped enough. I don't give a rip. <laughs> I, that's why he's so, in my opinion, like popping off and like women are in love with him because he kind of looks like just everyone's husband. Like, yeah, he's not this like crazy, crazy body. Different, like, he's just like so American. No, and also it's his character that we've fallen yeah, in yeah. love. Like the not, jacket, not the, the character of Rip. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. His character his as a man. Yeah. And like we've said, your character at a certain point outweighs your looks. Like yes. I see you for what you truly are. Which is ugly. Which could be ugly. In Rip's case, it's extremely handsome. So true. Look, Look at, at us. us with our feet. <laughs> no, I copied you. It's kind of a nice way to sit, right? I completely disagree. Um, that's better. It's kind of nice. Well, you're wearing big shoes. Yeah. Big heavy shoes. That's a, a heavy load to carry. Um, speaking of heavy loads to carry, we've officially... Carried this one. All the way through for, uh, wow, an hour 15. We went long today. Wow, look at us. Thanks, Jax. Thanks, Turdy. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Some Millennial Morning Show. We deal with the fast five stories. You need to remember money. The Friday on YouTube. So you're watching. So you please subscribe subscribing this video. Thumbs up. Rolls of the podcast. Anywhere. Podcasts. Me, man. So Spotify. Talented we are. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow for hump day. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Love you. Bye.